everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Women to Women. I am Lorianne, your host, and today I am joined with Laura Lowes. Is that how I say yep. it? Coach Laura Lowes. Coach Laura Lowes, who is a spiritual life coach, founder of House of Hair, a psychologist in training, and the recipient of the Power Sis Woman of Substance Award. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. It's lovely to be here. So lovely to have lovely. you. No worries at all. So, um, Yes, before we get started into the deep dive of questions, I have a question that I ask every single woman that I sit down with. Mm-hmm. Um, what does womanhood mean to you? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't re- I've never thought about that, to be honest, but I just know being a woman um, has many different ways of viewing it, mm. to be honest, because my womanhood is different from your womanhood. Yeah. You know? We're adults, we're humans, we're beings, we're people that are becoming more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every woman has a journey and maybe her womanhood is her standing in that journey mm. and mm. experiencing it f- fully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, when did you realize you, this might sound like a silly question, but when did you realize, oh, I'm a woman, my womanhood matters and I need to utilize it in somewhat, if that makes sense? I never had that thought. Did you not? No. So you never... For, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a woman. Or like, you realise, even when you started House of Her, you, like, you never realised that I need to utilise my womanhood. A womanhood is something no. that's greater than me. That's no, no, no. I just grew up. <laughs> like, yeah, I was a child. I was yeah. a teenager. I think because I had my son at a young age, mm-hmm. um, I was 19 when I had him. So I kind of left home then. Yeah. So life just kind of unfolded instead of me having a chance to think, I'm a teenager, I'm a woman, yeah. I'm a lady. Yeah. Yeah, I've kind of just grown as the ages are. How has yeah. that been like? It's been powerful. Mm. I just take every day as it comes. And every day I learn something new, I grow, I can see my growth, but I haven't looked at it and been like, I'm a woman. Mm. Mm. I know I'm a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think for me it was kind of... Because when I went into uni mm-hmm. and I went through certain things, it had me looking, I had to look introspectively. I think, oh my gosh, how, what, how is it what I'm going through? How does that affect me mm. and how I think and how I act and how I interact with other people? Mm. So it's really odd that you didn't think that. No, life just happened. Yeah. I, I'm someone that lives in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean you are speaking now, I live here. Yeah. I'm speaking with you now. I don't really think about, okay, I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I live. Mm. And that's the thing I try to teach women to live in the moment yeah. because I feel that's where our power is. Because mm. if we keep on thinking and we get anxious, that means we're worried about the future. Yeah. And if we get depressed, we're thinking about the past. Yeah. So I try to teach to live in the moment mm-hmm. and just be who you are. And sometimes when we put titles on things like I'm a woman, I'm, yeah. I'm 32, I'm 25, it could cause so much chaos and confusion, yeah. you know? Yeah. You, a lot of women think I should be doing more at this age. I should have more. I'm not married. I'm mm. good. And that just causes a lot of frustration. So one thing I do is live here mm. in the moment. So then how do you like detach yourself from that thinking? How do you take yourself out of always thinking ahead or always thinking behind? I think, yeah, yeah. good question. I think it's because I studied psychology Mm -hmm. and I learned how the brain works. So I do think about the future and I do worry about the past sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I'm able to snap myself out of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not always in that cycle because it can become very vicious. Exactly. You know, going again and again thinking, oh my gosh, did I do this? Did I do that? And that's mental stress. 
literally yeah it could it could you can see it on people the stress the the worry mm-hmm. so i try and stay in the present as mm. much as possible yeah mm-hmm. and like there, there has to be like a line i feel i feel like there's a thin line between looking back and seeing oh how can i grow from this and looking mm. back and thinking oh my gosh right i can't i can't right. i can't move forward so where do you think that thin line stops like when do you think people should stop don't go too backwards perfect i love that um i think you need to think about be intentional yeah so why are you going back to the past because mm. we need the past sometimes for knowledge you know to not make the same mistakes yeah but i think it's about thinking um and i always have mastermind group mm-hmm. i always think with other people you know so we can think about what do we do then what do we go yeah. wrong what can we do to improve like my sister me and my sister talk all the time mm-hmm. and mistakes i've made she helps me not make those mistakes again yeah. you know yeah yeah so the past is there i guess we need to use it more wisely to yeah pull knowledge from to that will help us mm-hmm. learn yeah and not to dwell there yeah but you know when you're dwelling where you get you, you're stressing out yeah mm. yeah that's true yeah so um it's the new year happy new year happy new year how long can i say happy new year till that's what i was thinking i think to the like 20th <laughs> 20th <laughs> we're just gonna say till next week like next week monday i'm dragging it on like i might say till february <laughs> but um as we're speaking about looking backwards mm-hmm. i want to talk touch about talk about looking forward mm. do you believe in like setting goals do you believe in like having like creating yeah. not creating vision but having a vision to mm. move forward um what's your thought on that because i feel like in the new year everybody wants to set their goals and everyone wants to do this mm. and attain this yeah what's your thought on that process and yeah goal setting is one of the key things that mm. have gotten me to where i am today if i didn't set goals like you don't know where you're going you'll be moving yeah. but you may not be moving forward so come on for me, goal setting is one of the most important things. Mm. Um, we had a vision board party last year, December, yeah. and I do it every December <clears throat> to help women set goals for the year. So what we did is we planned where do we want to be December 2020. Mm. And then we started making small milestones on what we need to do every single month, what we need to do every single week, yeah. what we need to do every single day. So yeah, goal setting is important. Everything needs to be documented mm. and intentional. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because I think even like the setting goals backwards as to like where do you want to be yeah and every day every week every month because i think it was was it this week or last week i think i became so overwhelmed with the fact that oh my gosh it's the new year i haven't mm. achieved enough right. it's only january and i'm what still the <laughs> literally and i'm already thinking oh my gosh i need to be doing more mm. so i don't i think there's not that balance in creating goals for yourself and knowing that you have the whole year to complete right. it yeah you don't yeah. just have to complete everything in january right. So, like, what is your advice when people are making goals and setting unrealistic mm. targets for themselves? That's a good one. Um, as I coach women, I realize that some women set so many unrealistic expectations. Let's just look at finances. Mm. If they only make £100 a month now, they go to saying, I want to make a million pounds a month. Yeah. And I'm like, that is good. I encourage dreaming big, but you have to be realistic. Yeah. Um, with what you feel is possible and then scale up to mm. a million pounds a month, you mm. know? But just take it one step at a time. Yeah. Um, does that answer your question? That answered my question <laughs> perfectly. Um, so you're a life coach. Yeah. And a, spir- a spiritual teacher. teacher. Yeah. What is that? How did you get there? Tell us a bit about your story. Oh, good question. <laughs> um, well, I got here because I've always had an interest in behavior. I originally wanted to be an educational psychologist. 
So yeah, mm -hmm. so I went to schools and was shadowing the EP, and that's the educational psychologist. Mm. Um, and then in that, I started really getting um, close to the girls that were in the school and yeah. looking at what they were dealing with. And then I started like little groups, like um, lunchtime clubs with the girls, mm. helping them with their self-esteem. And then my friends started asking me, can you help us? Yeah. And then before you know it, I started creating posts on social media and then more and more women wanted help. Mm. And then it started off with a little event that we had 25 people there. Mm -hmm. And now it's just grown and grown and grown. Yeah. So yeah, I started um, with a desire to help children, you know, and that's something I want to do this year mm -hmm. as well. And it growing to helping women mm -hmm. and creating this whole movement. Um, but I've been through my own trials and tribulations yeah. as well. Um, you know, I got divorced, went homeless mm -hmm. at the same time. So that really woke me up. Yeah. Uh, it woke me up to be like, I have to get my life together. <coughs> mm -hmm. I have to get my life together. And um, I've been coached by Iana Van Zandt from the Oprah Winfrey. Shut yeah. up. You <laughs> shit, <Yeah>. shit. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry. She's amazing. She fixed my life, right? Oh my God. And then from then, I just made a promise to myself that um, I'm gonna help as many women as possible yeah. because where I was, it wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. Feeling down and uh, depressed for that short time, um, I was like, never again, Yeah, never again. And I'm gonna help women yeah. uh, overcome their barriers too. What was the deciding factor for you to be like, yeah, I need to get out of this rut? When did you realize? Well, going through divorce and homelessness, mm. losing my home, losing my marriage and then mm. losing my home. Mm. It was like, okay, this ain't cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is not cool. Yeah. Like I always had like minus in my bank account. You know, there was more money going, going out than yeah. coming in. Yeah. And I couldn't understand that. I was frustrated. And then I made a decision that um, I'm going to sell my things. I sold all my valuables um, to go to the States to stay with one of my mentors. Mm. And in that moment, seeing how she lived, seeing how she thought, I was like, nah, I can change my yeah. life. I can change my life. Yeah. yeah. Did you, <clears throat> when you started, and I found, thank you, I didn't know that your mm. story was so deep. Mm. And that's why I think it's important because there's so much depth in what, people have gone through that tells their story that sometimes we overlook it mm. um so thank you for sharing oh, that um so when you started um me, um when you went on sorry whoa <laughs> <laughs> when you started mentoring um the young girls and stuff did you ever think that the vision would get to this no how do you then um like i said in the beginning i think navigating changing vision sometimes is a bit like oh what do i do next how do i Mm. manage this mm. how did you kind of manage the change in vision so that you didn't lose yourself or get overwhelmed in the process mm. good question as i um as just going back to the beginning it was taken every day as it comes yeah it was literally going from coaching my two friends at their home mm -hmm. for it just things just started to unravel and that's why i say to women when you're on your purpose things will unfold. Yeah. It shouldn't be a struggle. Mm. So I coached my two friends at their home for free, just used to go there every week. Then they were like, can you help my other friend? And yeah. My other friend, I was like, okay. They were like, create videos so we all can see it. Yeah. I didn't have a phone at the time to create videos. <laughs> I couldn't afford a phone. Yeah. So I just made like little posts um, to, um, where was it, Facebook mm -hmm. at the time. And it just spiraled. And then, we said, let's just have a, an event um, in a restaurant. Yeah. I went to the restaurant owner. I said to him, look, I don't have no money. <laughs> but if you give me like a month mm -hmm. to get the money together, um, then 
I will pay you. Yeah. And he said, yeah. He said, yeah. So I just started selling tickets. Mm. Um, selling tickets. And Francesca, who you spoke with, she's the house of her manager now, but started off being the first woman to buy the ticket to that event. So she was the first person oh to buy the God. ticket four years ago. Yeah. And yeah, just did the event. We had 20, 25 women come mm -hmm. and they were like, can we do another one? And we was like, okay, let's do another one. Yeah. And then it just kind of went like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, that's sick. That is so, 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 so sick. Bless you. Oh my, I'm so, because I didn't know, I genuinely didn't know your story went back oh. so much. Wow. But yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> okay, so another question I have for you. So you spoke about um, going through a divorce, going through being homeless, mm -hmm. and trying to re rebuild yourself. Mm -hmm. um, one question that I've I've written down, and I think it's important for your experience, mm -hmm. is I've always heard you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm. So for you going through those moments where it was like everything is getting crazy, mm. and what I had thought for my life is kind of being reshaped and I need to figure out what I'm doing. How do you in those moments, how can you still pour into people? And how do you pour into yourself mm. in those moments as well? If that makes oh, I never pour when I'm empty. Mm. No, I, I think I, um, I always make sure that my cup is full. Yeah. Um, so in that time, I knew I wanted to help women when I was going through that. Yeah. But I knew it wasn't the time. Okay. Mm, that's why I got the coaching with Viviana. I flew yeah. to the States. And what I said, when I am full, when I feel more sturdy, mm. um, then I will help. Mm -hmm. Now, you're never going to be elevated. You're never always going to be good. But there has to be a level of uh, contentment, mm. self-love, confidence before you can help yeah. others. And that's why I feel, I feel yeah. many women are trying to help before they help themselves. Come on. And like when you go on an airplane, they tell you to put your gas mask on yeah. <laughs> before you help someone else because you need to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. So did you, what was one thing that you learned whilst going through that, that you wholeheartedly took when coaching women? So going through the whole experience, what's one thing that you said, oh, this it, I'm going to use to yeah. learn if you alter your perception, the way you see things, mm. things will change. Mm. I think I was living into that life because of how I saw things. Yeah. And, and once I started changing the way I saw, um, spoke about my life, the way I saw things, the way I treated people, mm -hmm. um, life started changing. Mm -hmm. So um, one thing I learned is that we're never angry for the reason we think, we're never upset for the reason we think, and the things we have in our life is a result of what's going on within us. Yeah. So once I got that, I was like, oh, so let me just change the mm. inside and then mm. I can change the outside. Mm. And that's what I started doing. On that as well, I think, how do you like tangibly do that? Because I think it's, Good for question. me, it's like, okay, change your mindset, change your inside, change how you think, change how you speak. But how do I tangibly change that? How do I make good sorry I, mean, I feel like i'm taking like no free ahead. free <laughs> free life <laughs> it's fine it's good okay this is this is this is good so i love this um you have to first i think you need a coach mm. and the coach doesn't have to be in a form of a person that you pay it could be your child yeah but if you look at this bottle right here and i tell you what do you see you're mm. going to tell me what you see from your perspective yeah but it's for someone else to be like no but on the other side there's this type of mm. writing mm. so if you keep on doing that with your life having someone say no you don't have you're not broke mm. you're temporary out of cash 
you will slowly start changing the way you see mm. things. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely, mm. definitely. So it's having someone there to hold you accountable, yeah. to start helping you speak differently, think mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that just changes everything. Yeah. yeah. There is like a, there's like a strength in uprooting seeds that you've sown in places where it no longer serves you. Mm. So again, for someone that has planted seeds and I don't know, visions mm. that don't work out or relationships that aren't mm. flourishing anything what's one thing that you can say for your experience maybe mm. or just in general that to take the right steps in doing that mm-hmm. and not breaking yourselves in in the midst of that right 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 i think we have to complete the past that's mm. something i teach to complete the past like sometimes we you buy this drink mm. and you don't like it Normally we'll be like, oh, I bought it now. I have to continue drinking it. Instead of saying, no, I'm going to put it back and I'm going to go buy another drink. Yeah. But we feel so attached. You know, all attachment causes suffering. Yeah. So it's about completing that and saying, you know what? I don't like this drink. Yeah. It's not for me. It's not making me feel good. I don't like the way it tastes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave that there. Mm -hmm. Um, But that takes a level of confidence and self-belief. Yeah. But yeah, it's about completing the past, being complete with it, being pure that it's over i don't want nothing to do with it mm-hmm. and i want this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's where it goes back to having goals yeah because the vision will pull you forward so if you knew what you wanted to taste what you wanted in your mouth then you would have bought the drink mm. that's in alignment with that yeah but yeah. then how do you not get lost because how do you not get lost in the vision that others have for you in that moment of setting goals and creating a vision for yourself Mm-hmm. How do you, and having someone else, even having someone else looking at another perspective for you, mm-hmm. how do you not get lost on what they perceive you to be like and continue as yourself, if that makes sense? Is that the judgment? Or yeah. Um, it's always going to happen. People will judge you. Mm. Uh, you will always get lost. I'm always lost. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. I have something on my Instagram saying, we don't think you have to have it all figured out. I think that's the like the thing that we think. Mm-hmm. People see me on Instagram and I love doing interviews like this because I'm like, I don't have it all figured out. I don't mm. know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> ask Francesca, like Francesca's my house of her manager. I was like, where's the location again? Like yeah. an hour before. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like no, what's it important now. So we're always gonna be lost. So that's okay. Mm. Um, but just make sure you have a good support team around you. Yeah. Good people around you that are organized. Um, people that want the best for you. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, as I said, you can complete that relationship and move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you not lose yourself just in everything you do? Like, how do you not, how do you move forward without letting things overwhelm you? That's another thing. I think it's how we look at the overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always overwhelmed. And people don't, people don't believe me, though. I'm just like, yes, I am. I'm always like... But they don't see that yeah. because it's in my personal space mm-hmm. or with my team. But I don't think we're ever going to be clear-headed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm confident in myself. I believe in myself. But I'm always... My dreams are so big, I've never done them before. Mm. So I'm going to be lost. And I think I want to say that to women, that if you're moving into a territory that you've never been, a place you've never been, expect to feel a bit overwhelmed. For real. You haven't been there before. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, even this event we're doing with 300 people, I've never done an event with 300 women. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like, <laughs> but I know we're going to do it, and yeah. I know it's going to be done, mm-hmm. and I know it's going to be powerful. 
And once you keep the vision, the goal in mm -hmm. mind, I think everything just falls yeah. into place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So speaking of your event, you're having an event on the 25th of January. Yes. Um, no woman left behind. Yes, no woman um, left behind. What is what was the theme? No, what was the vision for it? What made you start it? Um, I know it started from the 25 in the restaurant, mm. but like, what's the theme for this one? And talk to us a bit about that. Yeah, so no women left behind. I feel like um, women feel left behind. Yeah. Women feel, especially with social media, they mm. see, they see, I had friends tell me, oh, Laura, I can't even follow you because you're doing so well and I'm not doing nothing. It makes me feel bad. And it's deep, it's real mm. deep. And I feel like I wanna hold a woman's hand and be like, come, you can come with me. Yeah. So I can't do that by myself. Yeah. So what we've done with our House of Her community is we're creating a bond where we can all hold each other's hands. And it's not just me, Yeah. it's it's her and it's her and we're all holding each other's hands and saying, yeah. I'm not leaving you behind. So the whole movement is, um, I'm not leaving you behind and mm. I'm gonna make sure that you become the highest expression of yourself possible if you're mm. in alignment with what I bring. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not for everyone, but any woman that doesn't want to be left behind won't be left behind. Yeah. 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 Do what's what's your measure of success? Like, do you have a measure of success? Uh, well, my dad always told me that success is a journey. Mm. There's never no end point yeah. i don't believe and i feel that's where we get stuck because we feel oh i'm not successful mm. well you are you may be successful in raising your kids mm -hmm. you may be successful in i don't know what you're doing right now you're successful yeah. but some people may think oh because i'm not over there with what they're doing mm -hmm. um i'm not successful but success success is a journey yeah that's how i measure it are you moving Period. That is such a good yeah. That is such a good way of looking at it. Yeah, you're successful. Because I feel like people stay stagnant in something. I think yeah, I'm great at this. Mm. I want to stay here, mm. but they're never moving forward. Yeah. I've never looked at it like that. Even the failures, like they're not really failures. They're mm. learning. Like that's the success. Yeah. Good. Like you're over that now. Don't do that again. Mm -hmm. What's next? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're really interesting. <laughs> 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 really interesting um so yeah so i'll probably be at the event um where can people you find the ticket where can awesome. people find it and I'll, I'll i would have probably asked you this at the end but i think whilst we're on the topic yeah. a little mm -hmm. where can people find the ticket for the event so and stuff like they can that? go to houseofher.com mm -hmm. slash nwlb mm -hmm. that stands for no woman left behind or they can find me on instagram uh laura lyles and the link is in my bio Great. We're yeah. probably going to say that again at the end, but yeah. I just thought we were on the topic. Um, so with House of Her, back to what you've created. Mm -hmm. um, so you started it with Francesca? I started by myself. Okay. Yeah. I started it by myself. Um, me and my sister, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me and my sister started House of Her. And it wasn't what it was today. House of Her, I was actually a videographer. <laughs> what? I've done so many things. And <laughs> I looked and you were an actor. You actress. Dance <laughs> nail tech hairstylist i've done any everything right <laughs> and that's why i encourage women to try everything yeah You're never failing like it's true but look now i can create my own videos i yeah. can you know so it started off me being a videographer and house of her was bringing um creative women together so i used to film artists and all these these things um and then i went on and helped my friends in the home like i mm -hmm. said and it 
went into being um, this, what it is today, mm. which is a coaching academy for women. Yeah. So every single week I teach um, on an online platform uh, to women all around the world. Mm. Um, and we come together every Sunday and I teach for an hour on time management, on setting boundaries, on loving yourself, mm -hmm. on forgiving, on setting goals, on you name it, mm. we're teaching it in there. Do you still do one-to-ones? So do you still go to people? I do do one-to-ones, I do. I'm opening up my coaching curriculum uh, this month as well. Come on. Yeah, because everyone's like, how do you be a life coach? How do you be a life yeah. coach? Yeah. So I'm going to be opening up that. Because I think with life coaching as well, it's something that you see people becoming, but there's never like a route to, how did you get there? Is there like, do I go to uni? Do I, <laughs> do I... Do you know what I mean? So mm. I think it's really important to kind of mm. showcase the yeah. journey to being a life coach as well. Yeah, I mean, life coaching has changed. It's mm. not like being a psychologist where you need degrees. Um, I know life coaches that have no credit, you know, no no um, uni degree, but they have life skills. Yeah. Uh, myself, I studied psychology and counselling at uni. Mm -hmm. But when I look back at what I teach, it, it didn't really come from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I did a life coaching certificate. I'm not using none of those things. Yeah. So it really came from life and me doing my own study. Mm -hmm. um, so I really want to reach out to women that want to be life coaches yeah. and help them get started because mm -hmm. I can't do everything. And yeah. Even, you know, it's not for everyone what I do. So for I real. feel we need more life yeah. coaches, especially in the UK. Definitely. What's one, what's one assumption of being a life coach that you wish people knew or didn't know or left behind. So yeah. one thing you wish they knew and what you, you want to like say that this, this is not what it's like. Well, both is they put life coaching on a pedestal mm. and I try to, life coaches on a pedestal and I try to talk about that and be like, I'm human. I, yeah. I will pray, I will meditate, but I still might want to say some things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's real. Yeah, people are like, oh, you're a life coach. Why are you getting upset? I'm yeah. like, excuse me, I'm a woman. Yeah. And I feel like that's one thing I want people to know that being a life coach doesn't mean you're perfect. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you don't cry, you don't get upset. Um, but yeah, life it's real. Happens, yeah. yeah, people mm -hmm. forget that you're human and they think you're this machine that can exactly. speak to people nicely and build people mm. up and you can it's still be the beach up. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a doctor. It's like expecting your doctor never to get sick. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. He's gonna get sick. It so. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot what I just I just I forgot. My line of thought has just gone somewhere. I love your energy though. You're amazing. Oh me? Yeah. No, I'm I'm just nervous. This is you're, nerves. <laughs> you're amazing. <laughs> this is just nerves. Um, I wanted to kind of touch on um motherhood and business and juggling everything. Mm -hmm. How are you finding it? How's that like? No. Oh. It's, yeah, it's interesting. My son is um, 12 mm -hmm. um, and he's been on the journey. Um, I think it's good because he's seen and I've helped, I've made him be really involved. Yeah. I haven't really separated because House of Her is my life. Mm. So and he, very, he knows that. So I've let him see everything and he's seen us being broke and yeah. having no money to um, be able to create something um, and help women. And he's just amazed. Mm. And I feel like if women are running a business and they try to separate it, it may get a bit confusing. Mm -hmm. 
um, but try to bring it together. Yeah. Like I help, like I say to him, hey, can you help me with a social media post? Or yeah. can you do oh, this? You know, he really helps um, with everything. I say, does this video look good? And oh, he helps me. <laughs> Um, and his dad's amazing as yeah. well. So um, I do get my little breaks to yeah. do what I need to do. Um, it, it's not easy, but it's um, something worth it. And it mm. brings me joy to have my son on board. Because you had your son um, at 19. Mm. Um, what's, how, does, how has that shaped your thinking? How did that kind of change how you thought, how you did things? Mm. Did it even? Or... Because I'm sure that kind of rocked. Yeah. I mean, I at the time, I wanted to go to university then. Yeah. Um, but then I found out I was pregnant, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to university. Mm. <laughs> um, we just did it. And we got married. We got married, like, really soon after that as well. Yeah. So it was like child, marriage, home. And that's where I think it didn't work. Yeah. Because it was so intense mm. so soon. Mm -hmm. um, there was no thought. Um, about it so yeah when things crashed I was like in the t at the time I was like oh my goodness yeah but now I'm like come on Laura you didn't you wasn't thinking yeah you know? that's why me and his father are able to have great relationship now because we understand what mm -hmm. it was and he's like a big support in my life as well how did you rebuild oh how did you rebuild that bond like after you got divorced and mm -hmm. you guys obviously whatever mm -hmm. how did you kind of become okay with being mm. able to co-parent or stuff like that with him good question i feel like um i think both of us really care about our son more than mm. anything so when the f when it first happened there was a bit of you know i'm not speaking to you yeah <laughs> of course but um shortly after we kind of our son is the most important yeah and i think that's something i learned from my mother you know when my mom and father divorced um my mom was always at peace mm. You know, with my stepmom always at peace, um, so I, I liked that. Yeah. So I said, I don't. I want to create that for my son. Yeah. Just to be at peace. You know, he has a new brother now, and I'm like, we're all together at Christmas. Yeah. I'm like, I want peace mm -hmm. in this in this home. So, um, yeah. And he's supportive. He, they they will be at the event. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I had a question, and Jesus Christ, it has left my mind. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. It was on the topic of. Oh no! Mm -hmm. It was such a good question. Um, was the forgiving process easy? Even like the being aware of your decisions in mm. getting married and mm. in all of that and mm. then having the divorce and then looking at yourself and thinking okay where do we go from here was that easy or how what, what was that process like for you um that i i can't remember the dates but i feel mm -hmm. that's it's around the time that iana van zandt coached me and it was a forgiveness course so it came right on time right on <laughs> so it was right on time and i feel that's what really helped me yeah because she was not playing with me. I have a little clip how of social. Is she, how, is she, how is she like? She's how was real. that experience like? She was real. Because I feel like she's like a... I don't take bullshit. Like, no, she's... Yeah. Is she... As she yeah, is yeah. on... But I was... It was still over um, Skype. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't get to see her phys yeah. physically. We just spoke via video mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. conference sort of thing. Um, but she's real. She's real. And I feel that's why... When people say, oh, Laura, you're harsh at coaching. Yeah. Like, well, I've been coached by Yana Van Zandt. 
uh, another coach, Stormy Wellington from the United States. Like, so they're, they're not, they don't play. Yeah. So I've been coached by some strong women. Yeah. So I think I've used their skills as well to coach. And mm. yeah, my coaching is quite. Impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's like one thing that you took from Inyana that you think, yeah, this kind of shaped your thinking? Speak your truth. Mm. Mm. Speak your truth. Like um, when we don't speak our truth, um, we keep it within us and that's where dis-ease comes and all this sort of mental confusion comes. Yeah. And speaking your truth doesn't mean you're judging people, mm-hmm. but it means just being authentic with who you are. If you're yeah. sad, you're sad. If you're disappointed, you're disappointed yeah. um, without putting it on the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with someone and we spoke about speaking your truth and mm-hmm. being vulnerable and things mm-hmm. like that. And one question that we spoke about was, how do you speak your truth and how are you vulnerable to a point where it doesn't hinder you? Mm-hmm. I think in these times, being vulnerable with the people that you speak to and speaking your truth, yes, yeah, all good and well, but how do you protect yourself in that same instance? How do you, yes, I'm going to tell you what I've been through, but I'm still going to protect a bit of my integrity. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 or do you think you should just give it all, just open up your heart and just share? Yeah, it depends on who it is yeah. and what you're saying. Okay. Let me just give you an example. People think, just say you were cheated on. Yeah. People feel to say that speaking your truth is going up to other person saying that you disrespected me, yeah. you're this, you're that, and I'm standing up for myself now. That's not speaking your truth. Speaking your truth is you did this and I'm hurt. Mm. I feel so stupid mm. and embarrassed. Mm. Speaking your truth points the finger at you and you take responsibility. And I feel like when you speak from Ooh. that space, you can never go wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I made a mistake. I didn't see the signs instead of saying you did this to me yeah. and i teach my women we're not victims out here like i'm not i'm no victim mm. i i create everything i see in my life so mm-hmm. i have to take responsibility for the good the bad mm-hmm. and the ugly mm. um so speak your truth and use i when you're speaking your truth rather yeah. than they you him her and that's how we get our power mm. back and no one can use that against you because what can they say oh yeah you are upset <laughs> that's what i just said <laughs> because <laughs> people see that as a form of weakness yeah that's our power as yeah. women to speak our truth um and, and a thing i teach as well is that people are going to judge you anyway yeah it people are going to judge you based on who they are so you might as well get your power back mm. by speaking your truth mm. you know where does your power come from god <laughs> yeah what's been your journey like with god in terms of you as a here being here right now yeah so um, when I lost my home and my marriage, yeah. I lost my faith. Yeah, I didn't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mum grew us up, and my father grew us up believing in God and mm-hmm. the Word. My mum, mm-hmm. she told me later on in life that where when I was when she was pregnant, she spoke scripture over me, over me, over me. Um, so I always had it there. I just felt like, oh my goodness, this ain't how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to today, like my connection to God is so strong, like so strong, yeah. and. It is something I base all my teachings off. And I know some women are like, oh my gosh, it's all about God, but yeah. I can't do it without him. So exactly. that's that's it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's even a good point. Because um, I was invited to speak at an event and mm-hmm. she's, she's very much like her foundation is Christ as well. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, we don't want to say the word God too much because we don't want to mm. not offend anyone, but drive anybody away mm. and stuff like that. So how... 
how do you venture that? Or has that ever even crossed your mind as to like, oh, I don't want to say God too much. And then this person doesn't feel like they're included. <laughs> no, I mean, this is about being authentic and speaking yeah. the truth. Um, we have women from different beliefs in House of Her, Muslim and mm. all sorts. I think it's just they know that's what I'm saying. And it doesn't mean I'm telling them to do this yes. or them to do that. And I feel like with what we're building is like, I'm... I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm not going to play Beyonce or some Nicki. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, I love my music. I was a street dancer. Mm. And I feel that's what causes a bit of confusion yeah. for some women. They're like, oh, how can you listen to Beyonce and speak about God? Mm. So just overcoming that. But yeah. because I am so secure in me, I'm just like, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. I think even when I started Women to Women, I felt like one reason, one of the reasons why I started was because I felt like the idea of a woman in Christ was a certain image mm. and i was like i don't want to fit the image right. of right. this woman in christ right. right and i wanted to create like yeah i can twerk and still you know <laughs> go on sunday and <laughs> worship like it's it, it doesn't have to be boxed in mm. and i think god manifests himself in different ways right. he doesn't have to just be mm. your version of god mm. and that's for everybody yes yeah. So I agree. Definitely. I agree with you. Definitely. D no twerking in church. So no, 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 you know no. I mean? <laughs> we, we don't twerk in church, no. <laughs> that may be a bit of a problem. Yeah, no, that is. Um, so yeah, no. Um, so what's one thing that you did that you had to face, when you had to face God again, mm -hmm. when you had to go back to God and say, look, listen, come here. <laughs> so I thought we had promises that were written in mm -hmm. set and stone mm -hmm. and they kind of, went another way what have you got to say for yourself how was that mm. journey like to find yeah. falling back in love with god yeah i think that was through the whole iana because the course was six weeks of forgiveness um and one of the things we had to do is forgive ourselves on how we judged god and yeah ask for forgiveness mm. um so through that process i started um diving back into the word um and just it's just everything yeah it's everything so asking for forgiveness and then just slowly building up mm -hmm. you know one of my goals were to be able to pray for like an hour a day yeah um so sometimes we do that as house of her members we do seven days of prayer we go mm. in we go in with our prayer and it's just strengthening that reading daily meditating praying mm -hmm. on the word and yeah that's so sick yeah oh my god that's so sick yeah. how many um a client like women do you speak to like on average do you think oh and god. what's one thing Oh no, three things yeah. that, because I think it's easy for um, you to speak to women. Mm -hmm. and No, it's not easy, but what I mean is like you speak to women every mm -hmm. day. What's one thing that, you know, maybe a client has taught you? Mm, good. A cl clients are always teaching me that um, not everything is going to be perceived well. So I have to break down my communication and be yeah. very clear with what I say. Yeah. Um, and they've taught me that we're all one. I can see me in every single one of the House of Her women. Yeah. Every single woman on social media. I'm her. Mm. And I say that we are one. So don't put me on a pedestal. I'm not looking down on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we are, we're in this together. Yeah. Like, we go through the same hurt, same pain. So yeah. they've taught me that we're all human. Mm -hmm. And they've taught me that if you can just change the way you see things, mm. life will change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, how do you, how do you not change your voice, but you can't speak to everybody with the same mm. ways. 
how do you <laughs> categorize? How do you speak to? How do you change that? How do you it's, do that? It's interesting. I mean, I have my platform on social media, yeah, and I just speak. Mm-hmm. I, I do try to just be authentic to me and not try to change it to who I'm speaking to because I think I tried that in the beginning. Yeah. When you first start out, you're trying to be, hi guys, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, this ain't me. Yeah. It just doesn't feel comfortable. You mess up, you sound silly. Yeah. Um, so I just said, let me just be authentic to me and then who is for what we're doing, will find it and who's not will fall off. Mm. And that's okay. Mm. I said, not everyone's gonna like me. Iyana <laughs> normally says like, before her coaching was like, you're probably not gonna like me after this. Yeah. <laughs> And now I get it because it's like she's gonna tell you the truth, and it might not be perceived well. Yeah, but you have to be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Was that hard at, in, the, in the beginning? Yes. To be like, mm-hmm. Okay, mm. this person's not gonna like me, but I need to do this anyways. Mm. It's telling them the hard truth yeah. that no one else is gonna tell them. That's hard. Do you ever, are you do you ever get scared like worried all the time? It? Stop lying. All the time, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Like this event, we were scared. I told my House of Her members, I was so scared. I had a dream that there were only like 82 women at the event. <laughs> and I said, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I get scared. I told them, I cried with them. Like I'm really authentic with them. Mm. And I was like, but I woke up, I spoke to Fran, I spoke to Daisy, my sister. And I was yeah. like, listen, we have to, like, this is it. This is what we need to create. Mm. We've got to keep our eye. So everything I teach them, I said, ladies, I'm going through it right yeah. now. So I get scared all the time. Yeah. Mm, nervous. Oh, yes. But it seems like you've got a really good support system mm. around you. So mm. how is that important? How has that been important even in shaping you and the woman that you are today? The most important yeah. thing. Yeah. Because when I was going through my trials um, and tribulations, my sister, my mom, my dad, my brother were my support system. Mm. So I feel like if I didn't have them, what would happen? Yeah. I remember going to my sister's house crying. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I hate my life. Mm. This was like years ago when I was going through it. And she was just like to me, she looked at me and she's like, fix up. Mm. I was like, excuse me? Sensitive. (laughs) But in that moment, it was like, oh my goodness, she has something. She goes, look at your son and nephew. Like, they need you. Yeah. The women need you. Yeah. Like, the women that you want to help. This time I hadn't started, Mm -hmm. but she was like, they need you. Yeah. You're being selfish. So I was like, oh. So having them, sometimes we need people. We always need people, should I say. Mm. And that's why with the House of Her Coaching Academy, we have account, strong accountability groups. Because mm. we know that to iron sharpens iron. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, girl. Um, <laughs> this is so nice. I'm, I'm, having, I'm getting goosebumps. Um, <laughs> what's it called? I had another question. What would you tell 19-year-old Laura if, if she was standing here? What would you say to her? Hmm. That's a good question. No. <laughs> That's too far back. I know, but... Um, what would I tell her? It's okay, take your time. Hold tight. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to go on a journey. Hold tight. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Because mm-hmm. at 19, you probably think, oh, everything's going to pan out well. Mm, 19 was like, ah, happy. Yeah. Yes, I would tell her, hold tight, baby girl. Like... You're gonna go on a journey. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> what is like your three favorite self-help books or three books that you think, oh, you need to read that? Mm-hmm. The Bible. Yeah. And it's there, T.D. Jakes has one called Woman The Woman That, that Holds. Oh, that one. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> amazing. Um, I always speak about Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Um, and another one I'm reading at the moment is I have a happy pocket full of money. Okay. Yeah. What's that? About? It's about abundance, creating abundance in every area of your mm. life. So that's a powerful book. Mm. But the Bible always stands strong. I love Think and Grow Rich. And then, you know, we, we read different books based yeah. on the season that we're in. Mm-hmm. Three women that inspire you. Mm, my mom, my sister, mm-hmm. and all the women. The, all the women that are connected that I've spoken to inspire mm-hmm. me hugely. Like, they're just amazing. What they go through, I read their messages. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Some things I've never been through, and they're still here. They're still trying. Yeah. Um, they're still believe they're still trusting me mm-hmm. like that inspires me mm-hmm. mm. and if you weren't a life coach what would you be doing what would be like another random or whatever profession you're going to dancing <laughs> I, I was a dancer before yeah. street dancer yeah um when i had my son it kind of stopped um but i love dancing do you still dance i try <laughs> to move yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't got it i haven't got it like that <laughs> How can you lose the ability of dancing? I used to be a real street dancer, Wembley Arena, mm. LA. Yeah, so it's like I don't have that. Like, you know, the moves used to yeah. be really fast. I don't have that anymore. I can still move, but not that not part. Like, <laughs> not that part. Fair enough. On the beat, no. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for sitting down with me. Thank you. You're amazing, by the way. Stop it. Seriously. I literally I'm, could throw up in my mouth right now without nervous. Oh. I'm... <laughs> You're, you're amazing. And I just want to say what you're creating here, like, is just so wonderful. Your, t- your story that you told me about why you created this is amazing. So I just want to say this is huge. It's huge. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Where can people find you? When is the event again? Just so for the people mm-hmm. that didn't hear properly the first time, get your notebooks out and write it down. And yeah. Yes. So the event is January the 25th at the Marriott in Regent's Park. Um, and they can find me on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. my jam. Um, at Laura Lyles, L-A-U-R-A-L-I-L-E-S. Some people say Laura Lies, Laura Lily, Listen, Laura Lyle. This <laughs> morning, I was like writing the questions and I, you put up a video and he said, hi guys, it's Laura Lyles. And I was like, okay, wait, hold on. Let me That's hear that her name. name. <laughs> That's her name. Let me, literally. I've had so many different variations. It's, it's amazing. But this Laura Lyles. Um, and email is admin at houseofher.com. Um, and to get event tickets, you can go on Eventbrite mm-hmm. or you can go on houseofher.com mm-hmm. slash no N W L B. And you're also doing the coach, 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 house of her coaching Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Instagram, um, we're going to be laying down all the information. It's not doors are closed at the moment, yeah. but we'll have all the information on Instagram. So, Great. Yeah. And what's one thing you're looking forward to? to in 2020 mission 1000 um what's that so mission 1000 i don't know why i forgot to talk about this but in in 2020 (laughs) we are going to help 1000 people women through house of her meaning that's the movement we're creating right now to help 1000 women through the house of her coaching academy so i'm looking forward to that we're game planning that preparing that i'm excited about that oh my gosh i want to put all of the details because yeah this is so Great. Thank you for using your voice. Thank you for Bless empowering you. women. Thank you for sitting down with me mm. on a Friday morning when you could be doing anything else. So Aww. thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I will put everything about Laura in the description. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>